So here it is, Out of Office, the podcast, the first one of 2021. And what a year it is already. Another lockdown and the US and Trump are doing its very best to keep us all distracted. My name is Mozdi, co-founder of Contented, and this podcast is dedicated unashamedly to all things Contented. Conceived to share thoughts and experiences and learnings with our colleagues and friends, and our friends in the wider world, of course, all are welcome. You can follow us on Twitter and Insta at Contented underscore group. Hey, Annika. Hey, boss. So I'm Annika Festi, head of production at Contented, and as Moz says, it has been quite a start to the year. Lockdown three. Not sure I can quite believe I'm even saying that. It's not really the start to 2021 that I or any of us wanted. We're trying to be upbeat and we're trying to keep each other cheerful. But the truth is that for us and for others, we know it's going to be tough across these coming months. We sort of expected it, but nonetheless, it still knocked us when it all came about. At Contented, we are committed to looking after each other. It's a commitment we made last year and it's a commitment we stand by now. And part of looking after each other, we believe, is coming together as a group to chat, see how people are doing, and also to get outside help from experts. So this week, we had a group session with Rich Goddard of Monday State of Mind, who is a personal and business development coach and has been doing really interesting work helping people and companies cope with this extraordinary time. And we thought it would be a great idea to get him on the pod to talk about his work and share some of his thinking with you, our lovely listeners. So, hey, Rich, great to talk to you again. Um, as uh, Annika mentioned, we had a great session with you during the week. So so thank you for joining us here on the, the Out of Office podcast. But, I mean, how did you get into this line of work? How did that happen? Um, so, I mean, I so my background broadly is in marketing. Um, you know, it's what I studied and I've sort of worked in and, in and around sort of brands and corporations and startups and, and whatever over the course of my my career. Um but but for me, at the core of that really was always, you know, an interest in people. That's, you know, that that was what I, when I when I studied marketing, I was, my dissertation was all about emotions and, and perceptions and all of this kind of stuff, because that was always what it was, what it was about for me, really. And um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess over the course of, of that time, I always kind of saw myself getting closer to the core of what it is that I'm interested in. And, you know, mental health is something which, um you know i've had it's 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 had an impact on my life um both in terms of uh you know how it's impacted the people around me and also you know i've i've had my own experiences with things like burnout and depression and stuff like that which you know came from some um particularly epic uh entrepreneurial ventures many many years ago um so you know going through that process you know combined with my interest in psychology and 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 people in general um it was just something which i over the course of yeah i guess, I guess sort of 8 or 9 years now i i just became more and more not just interested in but actively engaged in um and you know a big part of part of this form in terms of my journey and, and my process was in was in coaching um you know i've i've had a few different coaches fairly consistently over this past sort of eight or nine years. Um, so that for me became something that I, I got really into and, and did a did a qualification in. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, get, getting sort of 
more into exactly where I am now. I, I, I run a newsletter called Monday State of Mind, um, which is kind of how how this came about. I think in, in initially, yeah, that that that's that that's the long and short of, of of how I got to it, really. Cool. So so um, Rich, what are you what are you discovering then? What are the issues that individuals and and companies are facing in these extraordinary times? Um, well, I mean, I, I think. I think one thing that's important to consider in that question and 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 potentially one of the the major contributing factors to it is that everybody's situation is completely different um and everybody has their own challenges you know um me personally I live and work by myself so you know that presents a number of challenges in in terms of the isolation of it and and even just the motivation you know I like I'm not working in a team here so I I have to every every morning wake up and 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 get on it you know get it get into work without anybody kind of holding me accountable um these are my own personal challenges but then i mean i guess you could say at the other end of the spectrum you've got you know a, a family you know parents with three kids who they're trying to homeschool as well as as well as um you know doing their doing their full-time job and 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 all of this stuff um which you know, for 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 me is 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 like, I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine how how stressful that must that must be for 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 some people. And even within that, people have their own scenarios, right? So like some people, they might have a big living space and 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 whatever where people can do their own, where their kids can do their own thing. But then you know, for, for others, their 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 environment is is more difficult. So. I think you know. I, I think there are there are so many there are so many different things um, going on, which which you know are, are relevant to to individual people. But then, you know, I think in terms of in terms of the things that cut across everybody, um, I think you know the the work life separation thing is 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 tough for a lot of people. I think the the digital separation thing. You know, we, we we spoke about this stuff the other day. It's um, you know, we were already spending significant amount of time in front of our screens, uh, and now we're 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 reliant on that. You know, it's 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 skyrocketed the amount of time that we're that we're spending in in front of our screens or on our phones or um or whatever it is. It's it's, it's almost all we've got now. You know, to connect with people. So I I think that's that's a bit of a problem and. I think just you know, there's just so much going on, you know. Yeah, there's yeah, just like yeah. there's just so much happening to to add to the to the already challenging. You know, it's 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 challenging to be told that you have to stay in the same four walls um, for most of the time. That's you know that's that 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 has its own challenges. But when you're also constantly reminded that outside of those four walls is, um, you know, ap- apocalyptic uh, to, to varying degrees, you know, at least at least how, um, you know, the headlines might paint it out. Um, it's just an additional layer of stress as well. I, and, and, and I think, you know, everybody right now and whether you realize it or not, you know, I mean, obviously, people are dealing with this differently and and whatever. But I think it's fair to say that we're we're probably all operating at, at least a slightly more stressed version than we usually would. 
you know, just just in the sense that we don't have a lot of the the freedoms that we would, and even and even just knowing what's going on around us, you know, the, seeing the headlines every day and and on all of these things, you know, even if we don't realise it, I I think all of that it, it does weigh on us, um, and so yeah, I, I think that's why you know it becomes even more important for us to actually you know take these active steps to 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 better understand and manage that in ourselves, you know. Yeah. There's something you were saying there. I think is is quite interesting to explore, Rich, in terms of tech and our and our behaviours with tech. Because obviously, um, your newsletter mm. that was kind of as you were saying, it was where tech, business, and and mental health sort of meet. So on the one hand, you know, we're spending yeah. all this time on our screens, uh, and in, in a lot of ways, it's really damaging to our mental health. But but you talk a lot, and you and you sort of point out the areas in which tech is actually really helping people. Um, I wonder if you could talk a bit more about mm. that. I think you've got to bear in mind that a lot of our interaction with social media and, and digital tech and this kind of stuff, it, it is unconscious. Mm. You know, it's a default thing for a lot of us. If we're bored, we just pull our phone out of our pockets and we go to it. Um, and that's not that's not an accident. You know, these these the, this technology has come into our lives and it's been created in a way that is designed to keep us coming back to it. Um, and this can have various effects on us. You know, it can have effects on our sleep. It can have effects on our ability to, to switch off. Um, and, you know, there are various studies which, which show the way that it impacts young people and their ability to communicate, you know, in, in developing social skills. So, you know, this is all stuff that's kind of happening that, that the, our, our tech innovations are impacting in us. But then the other side of the coin is that without tech, you know, this thing, everyone's talking about mental health now, you know, it's like this, it's this thing that somehow has gone ignored all of this time, mm. you know, our, our, our mental health and even just the way that we deal with our minds and our emotions and our irrational behaviors and this kind of stuff. It's so integral to how we live our lives and our day. And yet it's the only thing that we're not taught about in school. And, mm -hmm. and it, we're only now really beginning to talk about it on, uh, uh, on this kind of mainstream kind of level. And, and realistically, if you're going to change that on scale, you're going to need technology to do that. You know, um, mm -hmm. there's not enough therapists in the world or time to deal with the billions of people and their, and their mental health. Mm -hmm. So, you know, tech is potentially the key, and I'm using the word tech very broadly, um, but it's a, it essentially a, a core part of how we might resolve some of these issues on on scale. And, you know, when you, and this is the kind of stuff that I sort of geek out on, really, in, 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 the, in the newsletter, um, about the kind of things that are, that are going on, because, you know, there's, there's anything from, I mean, I guess the things that that people will be most aware of are things like, um, you know, the mindfulness apps and stuff like that. You know, Calm and Headspace, yeah, yeah. and and you know, they're two of just a, a, you know, quite quite a number of um, different products and, and services available. Um, but then there's some other just really interesting shit going on. You know, like um, virtual reality being used as a as a as a, as an aid for clinicians in in lowering anxiety and stuff like that, or um, 
things like teletherapy, um, you know, where you are connected through your phone to 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 therapists um, in a in a relatively short space of time, or various different apps that you have on your phone, you know, which which can affect anything from they can be anything from connecting you with 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 people to talk about certain issues, or they could be for you know journaling or something like that. I mean, Annika, you mentioned something the other day that the app that that um, you used about helping helping sleep and stuff like that. So there's various different things like that. And then there's, yeah, there's, I mean, you know, if you really go into it, it's, it's like using artificial intelligence to um, monitor uh, social media posts to detect suicidal language and this kind of stuff or, or um, you know, um, ways of detecting even in your tone of voice um, signs of depression through your mobile phone and all of this kind of stuff. And and again, let's go back to the other side of the coin because that also has it has its issues around data and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's, there's a lot going on, but it's it's not boring. <laughs> it's not boring at all. <laughs> Certainly, going through that long list to unpack, uh, which I don't think we've got long enough to do now. But I think you're absolutely right. The point is. Uh, that you know, digital capacity and digital devices can use us if we're not careful, as opposed to us using it. And there are positive things to it, but we've got to learn. And we, we forget, don't we, as yeah. well, that all this sort of stuff's in its infancy. Um, I think, well, I'm certainly of an age where I lived mm. in a non-digital world. I'm, I know straddle both the analog world and the digital world. Mm. And... Um, Undoubtedly, life yeah. is easier in a digital world, but it's not altogether a better world. And I think it's because we're still learning what this shit does. We're still learning. We're still working it out, as the United States of America will testify to. Don't get started on that. <laughs> so for those people that weren't at the workshop, Rich um, and Annika, yeah. you know, let's talk about some of the things. we. What were those little things? What are those little things, Rich? that we can think about and begin to do. I don't want you to go through the full workshop or yeah. whatever, but little ideas and thoughts that we discussed on the day, but actually were really useful. They seem like common sense, mm. but sometimes you need to be just, I don't know, gently prodded to accept yeah. common sense. So just give us a range of different things that we can begin to think about. Um, I mean, I, I think I think one of the main sort of themes of the whole thing really is about boundaries. Um, and and creating boundaries for ourselves um, you know it might be yeah so boundaries with with our tech is 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 one thing you know and and that might be um just it could be it could be uh the, the with the device itself whether that's your phone or your laptop and and making sure it's in a different place to like your your workplace is in a different place to your to your downtime place, this kind of thing, or you know, it could be um, setting the boundaries of when you switch off and on in the evenings, and, and you know, switching your phone onto flight mode or whatever before you twenty minutes before you go to bed, so that you get to decide when you start getting the influx of notifications and whatever else in the morning. You know, those, those, those kind of boundaries with your technology are important and and even i mean i mentioned as, as well about boundaries with the content that you consume you know like we said about the 
the kind of news that's out there at the moment, you know, like it's really easy to have these like headline alerts coming through on your phone or just watch the rolling news for 24 it's, it's breaking news like constantly and i think we have to be aware of how that makes us feel i mean you know i definitely keep an eye on the news but it doesn't have to be 24 7 so you know lay, laying boundaries like that I, I think laying boundaries in between your work time and downtime is is important um and again, could be physical, physical boundaries. That, that's my workplace over there. This is my this is my downtime place. That's where I leave my laptop or, or whatever. Um, but it could be time boundaries. You know, being very clear with yourself and with your colleagues or or other people that you work with, unless it's an urgent project that's being worked on. These are my hours. You know, and and making sure that you yourself stick to them. I think also, I mean, you know, some people, some people will. will we use activities to create those boundaries. You know, they, they, um, I was listening to, to your previous podcast talking about things like the commute, for example. Um, you know, I mean, I will occasionally go for a bike ride before I start my day just because it allows me to have that separation, you know, and, and because, you know, that commute, it's you know like that's a good time to listen to a podcast or 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 whatever you know like it's actually quite a nice time sometimes when you're not like in someone's armpit on the tube like it's quite a nice time to be able to just listen to an audio book or read a book or 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 whatever you know so even going for a little walk something like that um so I, i think those boundaries are are important um and i guess i guess one other thing which 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 sort of feeds into that really is is your physical body as well you know just being aware of that because it's all connected you know it's all connected to your state of mind you, we if if you sit in front of your laptop for 8 or 9 hours a day and that's it you know our bodies weren't particularly designed for that kind of thing and and you know i mean again in front of in front of the screen the whole time as well you know i i, I think making sure and I, i'm not saying that you need to go for a triathlon every morning i'm saying just taking a little moment out for a walk around the block every now and then Just one question I wanted to ask as, you know, somebody who who owns a company um, and with with Anik, people like Anika trying to run a company, what behaviors should, and those listening as well who, who are running, running small, medium companies, what behaviors should we be adopting? What should we be thinking about as, as employers mm. and, 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 and people who are working with teams? Um, I mean, first of all, I, I, I want to give you guys credit because from from what I've seen so far, you are you're really taking this seriously. Um, and, you know, from from speaking to Annika, it sounds like you've been doing quite a lot in terms of understanding what the challenges are, understanding how your team is doing um, and, you know, taking active steps to um to to try and yeah alle- alleviate some of those issues so um 
so first of all good on you because that's um that's that's really good and I, I think the communication thing is really important um and you know that that can be that can differ obviously for different types of companies i mean for for a company of your size i think it's quite a nice size because you know everybody kind of knows each other pretty well you've got quite a clear kind of culture and set of values that doesn't need to um that is is, is almost unwritten you know it's it, it's there and you're and you're you're able to communicate well um for some companies that may come less naturally um so you know i i i think making sure that the communication is there and it's in multi multiple different directions you know so so what you've done really well from what i can see is you've you've been literally gathering information from people about how they're feeling and and providing a platform for them to to be able to to talk about their concerns and another thing which i think is quite good is 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 the communication going in the opposite direction which is to say that look i'm running this company um and it's not easy for me either and and actually it's not easy for anybody and you know because i think for a lot of people they particularly now when you know we're we're only seeing the moments that we're on screen not the moment as soon as it's switched off it's easy for us to look at everybody else and assume that everyone else is doing perfectly fine because they're sat there you know with their smile on and and you know everything seems fine and and you're sitting there just losing your shit thinking everyone else is dealing with this like and and I'm really struggling and it's really I think it's really important for for the employer to to let people know that that's not necessarily the case and whether it is or not if you are struggling it's okay to to talk about it so you know providing people with that opportunity and and and, and letting them know that the support is there um and even communication a, a, a among themselves either uh, as well you know creating opportunities for people to speak amongst themselves and, and and you know have that social element to it as well um in whichever way fits with with your with your culture um you know the I, the, the communication part is is really important i think then on from that what can we do as as individuals i mean you talked a little bit there about you know knowing that everybody else may not have it you know as together as you think but but what can we do as individuals to look after ourselves i, I think you know obviously some of the stuff that i just mentioned um you know there's there, 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 there's there's this you know what we're talking about here is there are a couple of things at play there is that and and they both have to be addressed one is making sure that you know the the employer is doing everything that they can to to you know make sure that their staff are, are are in the best position that they can be but then equally you know it is important for us as individuals to to um take responsibility for for, for that as well and they and they only really and that can only really work when both of these things are at play um and they can feed into one another and 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 i think you know some of the things that we've been talking about taking these i mean for for me very simply it's it's prioritizing your mental health and it and and that might sound you know it might sound ridiculous because you're like yeah but how can i prioritize it when i've got all of these different other things that i need to do 
And I think something that I realized a while ago was, do you know what? Like it, the other stuff that I need to do is not even going to get done very well. And I'm probably not going to particularly enjoy it if I'm not putting my mental health first. And what you'll notice, you know, we were speaking about this before, is that looking after and and prioritizing your mental health does not that doesn't just mean like avoiding depression. That's not like I mean, if you are if you are prioritizing your your mental health, well being, and your state of mind, it just puts you in the best position you can be to be the best version of yourself. That's what that's what that is. You know, I, I I think once you start realizing that, then you realize actually, you know, mental health is not about me being ne- not necessarily about me being in this like really low point. It's it's about me giving myself the best opportunity to be the best that, that I can. So, you know, prioritizing it, it means that you that's what will happen. You you will be more productive, you will communicate better, you will, you know, you'll feel better and you'll be able to do everything that, that you need to do. And you know, when I say prioritizing it, that could be as simple as just making it something that you think about every day, you know, like checking your emails or brushing your teeth, like, you know, like, what is the one thing that I can do today for my mental health? Is there anything coming up today, which I should be aware of, which may impact my mental health? And is there anything that I can do to work around that to to make sure that I deal with it as best I can, or my day, or my week, or, or or whatever it is. And once you start, once you make that decision, that's when other things will come up. That's when all of the other things that we've been talking about will start coming into your life because you've just made the decision. This is what I'm gonna. This is something that I'm gonna prioritize. Um, and it sounds really simple, um, and it, it kind of is. <laughs> you know, it, it kind of it kind of is that simple, but. You do need to be in an environment which is conducive for that, you know, the, and where permission is given you. for that for that to happen. Yeah, absolutely, and where it's supported. Because if you are, um, you know, if you if you're being forced to work twelve hour days and not, you know, and there's no support for you or no acknowledgement of, of it, it can be very difficult then to 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 do your own thing. So that's where, again, it, it you know, it, it, it becomes a, you know, the, the, they're the two, two points that need to be addressed really. And what others are doing as well, which Rich was just quite interested with in our group is, is about time management. And that is about permission. And, and we, I think we said it on the day is that we don't work in a nine to five environment, right? We're at home, right? <laughs> Things are different, particularly those who have got um, young kids or are trying to manage all sorts of things is, Build the working day to suit you as best you can, right? I know we've got clients to deal with. We've got stuff to deliver. We've got quality to get out the door. But build that in a way that suits you, not in a way that we used to work in an office. And I think there's a certain madness to trying to replicate an office experience at your kitchen table. Um, And I think that's one thing that I've learned and others have learned is manage your time differently. Because we've just been so conditioned, haven't we, over decades to function in a certain way. And when we're not allowed to function in that way, I was talking to actually before this podcast, I was talking to to Annika about that. I was talking to somebody I know from a different company who was feeling immense guilt that they weren't being productive enough. 
or couldn't be, and trying to replicate what they did in the office. And it must be causing an awful lot of people an awful lot of stress, I think. This is it, yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, I, I kick off every workshop with take the pressure off of yourself because this is not, this is not normal, you know, this is not easy. And, and, and you know what, the, 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 the new normal or whatever it is, that's going to take some adapting to as well. You know, actually mm-hmm. going out and doing stuff in the real world is, is because we're going to have to adapt again. And that's, you know, like humans have, we do this thing where we kind of, we get really, um, we get really comfortable in what it is that we're doing and we really hate change. And then when change comes, we kind of freak out about it, but then we adapt to it and then change will come again and we freak out about it, but we do eventually adapt to it. And, you know, it's, it's worth always taking that into consideration. Um, but either way, change is difficult. It's not transitioning. It's, it, you know, it's, it, it's not, it's not easy. So we, um, we have to be aware of the amount of pressure that we put on ourselves. But yeah, I, I think, um, you know, another thing which I think was quite nice about that conversation, and, and it's, it's, I quite enjoy this element of doing it, um, doing that workshop with um, smaller groups, is that it, it, it just becomes an open conversation, you know, where people can just say like, yeah, actually, like, this is what I do. And like, I do struggle with this. And someone else goes, actually, yeah, it's like, so do I. And actually, yeah, and it's just like, oh, good. Okay. So we're like, we're all, we're all going through this. And, um, and I think it's, it's really nice when, when you can have that, that openness about it. And, and I think sort of going back to what, what we were saying before about things that employers can do, I, I think, you know, it's providing that platform to do that, but it, it's keeping it regular as well you know, and, and making sure that it's an ongoing conversation and it's, and, it, and it's, it's not just a flash in the pan because, you know, these things, um, it's, it, 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 it's an ongoing thing, but, um, but yeah, I think we all, we all kind of, it's good because we all kind of learn a lot about ourselves and we learn a lot from each other. And, and uh, I, I think, and I, and I hope that's what we got from that the other day. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. We did indeed. Listen, we're running out of time, but one more question, Rich, one more question. And that is, in your view, if there's one thing, one good thing that comes from this sort of shit we're going through at the moment, when we come out of it, what's the, what, what, what are the good habits or a habit, at least one thing that will we'll keep and will benefit us in work moving forward? Um, I mean, for, for me, and, you know, I'm probably, I, well, I am biased because this is what I do. Um, I just think, you know, up until this happened, people were starting to talk about mental health and well-being. You know, it was you, you probably knew most people probably um, a year ago saw that there were, you know, people were kind of talking about it and some celebrities were talking about it. And Prince William was on it. And, you know, some workplaces were were, were, were doing more stuff around it. And this has just pushed it so much higher on the agenda and for me personally I'm I'm really happy about that because I think it's so much more important than we than we than we've really acknowledged before and and my hope is that you know through this it it becomes something which which is much more inherent in how we live our lives you know and 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 it's something which 
from here, we do we do go on and make this something that we think about every day. Um, and you know, because this, and I, I could go really into this, but that doesn't just improve our individual lives. It doesn't just make us feel better. It improves the way that we interact with each other. It improves the way that we understand one another. It increases our empathy and our compassion. And I'm not being funny, but if you look at what else is going on in this world outside of the virus, there's a lot of people not really listening. There's a not re- there's a lot of people not really understanding one another and where they're coming from. And I think when you start understanding yourself, then you start understanding other people, and we might just all get along a little bit more. But I'm not I'm I'm not going to go too far into that. That's probably maybe we'll do that over a beer one day. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my hope. It's gonna ha- it's gonna save humanity. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. It's a lovely thought. What a great place to end. Rich, thank you very much indeed. Really appreciate your time. Those thoughts, those tips. Thank you. And that's it. Um, And Annika, I think that's, that's our message really, isn't it? Just look after yourself. Look after yourself. Look after each other.